talking to back issues. I'm Sal. I'm Ben. I'm Tiffany. Today we're going to do a book I've been wanting to do since back issues started. Been waiting for this since we started. And now that Ethan's gone, we can do we it. We can do it. <laughs> because when you guys, when Ethan first picked up Venom Returns, it was drawn by Eric Larson and it's some of my favorite Spider-Man art, I guess out of nostalgia. We'll see. Because okay. Tiffany is an art person, so she will be able to destroy this and ruin my experience of enjoying this book. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but... Wait, before we start this, I, I see that it's Spider-Man. Does Norman Osborn not even, not bang even. anyone? No, he doesn't. No. Okay. There's no upsets in this story. It's Ooh. simply... It's a it's as superficial as they come. You've never seen a more superficial Spider-Man story in your lives. Wait, that's an upset in itself. Ah. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> right? No. I'll take it. There's no horrible reveals. <laughs> yeah, Norman Osborn agrees with that statement. That's right. No! <laughs> <laughs> this is called Spider-Man Revenge of the Sinister Six. They also did a story, Return of the Sinister Six, which was also drawn by uh, Eric Larson, but they did a sequel, and they let Eric Larson write this one. Wait, did they name it Revenge of the Sinister Six because originally Star Wars Return of the no, Jedi? No, it was, was Revenge, Revenge of the, the Jedi? No, no. This is like 91, 92. Revenge of the Jedi had come out. Oh, yeah. Well, Return of the Jedi had come out in 83, so you got plenty of time. No, no, no. It was just because, okay, in the beginning, when they did Return of the Sinister Six, they, okay, so they were, the Sinister Six is a team of Spider-Man villains. Basically, Stan Lee and Steve Ditko create all the Spider-Man villains within the first, like, six or seven issues of Spider-Man. And then, like, around issue eight or nine, they're like, hey, let's take all the characters we created and put them on a team make them fight Spider-Man. <laughs> Which is kind of ingenious. They just create the first like the first league of supervillains that fights one character. Spider-Man's like, oh, I'm I'm screwed. Literally it took me a whole issue to beat each and one every one of you, and now we got all of you in one issue? F that. Okay. So uh, in the nineties they return, and then in the nineties they take revenge. Okay. And this is their revenge. Oh. The return one, I have it somewhere. We could do it maybe one day, but it's nowhere near as fun as this one. Okay. Well, then I'm glad we're doing this. Because the other one's written by a writer. <laughs> this is written by Eric Larson. Yay. And Eric Larson writes and uh, still draws Savage Dragon, his own original creation, today. Yep. And I'll let you decide for yourselves if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Todd McFarlane was was uh, was thinking about leaving Marvel. Let him have his own Spider-Man title. He gets to write it and draw it himself. Okay. Eric Larson's thinking he might leave and go with Todd. Oh, like, get, let him write it and draw it himself. And so he did. The story <laughs> opens with Spider-Man and Ghost Rider fighting a giant cyborg. Which one? Danny Ketch. Your favorite. <laughs> Don't worry, he says nothing contributory to the plot. He also doesn't do does, his pen and stare ever. Does he run away? Does he? Yes. <laughs> Not like in fear, but he because does... He does leave. Because I've won. Goodbye. Oh, his last line in this book is, I go now. <laughs> Vengeance. I go now? Yeah. I gotta go or I go with, too. Oh. I gotta go deal with suicide and snowblind. Yes. Blackout. Yeah, at the same time. <laughs> what, are, what is she talking about? Click the card above Ben's head to find out. It's a full episode about Ghost Rider. Oh, so Spider-Man and Ghost Rider are fighting a, a, a cyborg whose name is Cyborg X. Oh, wait, what is... <laughs> Ghost Rider gonna do against a cyborg? Well, nothing. You know, he, he, he's... He's, like, strong and stuff. Yeah, he hits it with his chain, he yells at it a bunch, he tries to use a spend and stare, it doesn't work. <laughs> you know. It's a cyborg. Yeah. Part and parcel of the Ghost Rider. He looks cool. Trope. Yeah. And his motorcycle probably is the most competent character in the panel. It is. Uh, at one point, Cyborg X tries to leave, and Ghost Rider just points his motorcycle up and fires <laughs> and then catches up with him jumps off it and then punches it in the face awesome and spider-man never stops quipping from page one all the way to the end quip machine right. every every page he has a joke and they're like spider-man are you all right yeah like well that's that's the spider-man i know is the one who's like nervously always talking to the point of excess but not like bendis where he like is obviously doing it to mask his fear and this one it's just because he's trying out his tight five and, and it's, it's, it's also not landing great. it's also great because he's surrounded by all these more powerful characters so he's like i gotta i gotta come up with something yeah i, awesome. I gotta think i'm cool so he's working on his tight five with a cyborg and ghost rider yes who have no sense of humor uh, completely and in fact cyborg x has even less of a sense of humor than ghost rider because 
he was like a man and then he was going to die. And so this experimental technology corporation like put him in this suit and tried to like save him. And then he escaped because he was like confused. He's a mess. Don't worry. He's not even a character. Okay. Like they'll never do anything with him. He'll never get his own book. Even though obviously there's a backdoor pilot for Cyborg X to get his own book. Because he looks so awesome and he's got such a rich history of having been a man and having gone through combat and tragically being trapped in a cyborg body and all that stuff. He looks like a combination of Cable and a bug. Omega X. <laughs> oh, Omega, Red. Omega Red. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, he does. Well, because all the coiled yeah. robotic uh, rope. That's just because they like to draw that. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what's cool it in is. the 90s. So Spider-Man and Ghost Rider fight him, and then uh, ultimately it looks like he kills himself by throwing himself into like a building, which collapses, but in fact he escapes. <gasps> and all throughout this book, it is some of my favorite visuals for Spider-Man. Look at how cool this is. For me, it never gets cool. Spider-Man never looks any cooler than when Eric Larson's drawn him. Especially when he's when encased he in shadow. Yeah. Because the eyes are always there. Yeah. Maybe he's fine. His hand's really weird. Yeah. It's like really weird. I give you this. So, Cyborg X gets away, and then we run into Sandman, who was a member of the Sinister Six. Right. And in the last couple of Sinister Six team-ups, uh, Sandman was trying to reform and become like a good guy. In fact, he wound up becoming a reservist member of the Avengers. Oh. Because the Avengers would take anybody at this point. Gotcha. Right. And uh, and by the way, this guy, at least he doesn't shoot arrows. Like He can turn into sand and become big constructs and right. stuff. That's at least a power. So he uh, he's trying to reform himself, and Doc Ock strong-armed him into joining the Sinister Six in the last issue. Okay. Or in the last team-up. Okay. Right. And then Sandman uh, betrayed Doc Ock and helped Spider-Man. So in this story, uh, Sandman is like dropping by the house that belongs to uh, this family that had let him like stay there with him with like with them and then it explodes does does he make his clothes out of sand I think that his clothes are basically his flesh like those are the clothes that he wore right this is literally the clothes that he was wearing when he was created in like 1964 right. so like, he could he could put on anything well, what he could he, they're, they're they're him right, but he's like, always gonna look like a chump is what you're saying yeah like he's choosing to tuck his long sleeve green striped shirt into his dress pants. Yes. <laughs> and loafers. Yes, into his brown dress pants and different brown loafers. Yes, no, he's making that choice. I guess so. Well, he yeah. made that choice a long time ago. <laughs> he's got a. It's like flexing a muscle in order to change your appearance, so it's like having to tense all the time. That Isn't that clothes. the exact same way he uses his powers? You have to flex all the time? Yeah. Yeah, but he's using them to accomplish a know, goal. Once that goal is complete, he's then also he can... using them to make himself look like he lifts weights all the time. He's just really buff. Everyone looks like that when Eric Larson draws. <laughs> yeah. So, except uh, for Daka. Yes. So uh, Sandman's like friends or whatever is like surrogate family is murdered, okay. seemingly by Doc Ock. Okay. Now, or at least that's who uh, Sandman blames. Right. And then we cut to Doc Ock. And laughing about how he killed a family. He's laughing, but not about that. Oh. So, in a, okay. This is cool, actually, because it proves that Eric Larson reads comics. In a Daredevil book, Doc Ock was trying to get adamantium arms built for him. Okay. And he wanted to swap them out for indestructible arms. Because right. the problem is that every time he fought Spider-Man, eventually Spider-Man would get the upper hand and, and then destroy his arms. arms. Yeah. Right, right. So now he wants adamantium arms. They built them, and then Doc Ock fought Daredevil and was kept from getting them. Okay. Larson liked that idea, cuts to the chase, and now he has them. Or we just got them. He he is celebrating having gotten them. That's like a lot of adamantium. Yes. Based on that panel. It's a lot. Oh no, and the arms are seemingly endless. Yeah. They, they go on forever. How, uh, that incredible amount of weight. Well, adamantium yes. is a self-replicating, you see. No. It's just that he has a lot of it. And I guess they telescope in with each other, into each other. Anyway, so he celebrates uh, having achieved them, and uh, some old guy actually helped him get them, and then he's like, are you going to pay me for this? And Doc, I was like, no! <laughs> and then, like, kills everybody, and then Alright, like, that's a fair point. Hey, here's a, here's a little tip. If you're working with a villain, never say, are you going to pay me? Yeah. If they don't pay you, just, just go, Just assume okay. that, yeah, the win is you've got to, to survive. Yeah, you lived. So Or don't serve the villain in the first place. Then, you don't have an option. Uh, what am I looking at? 
You're looking at Mary Jane Watson Parker, Spider-Man's wife. You're uh, looking at a pattern that was printed on afterwards. Yeah. It's like what? she sprayed uh, that on her body. Where is she going? Uh, she's not going anywhere. She's at home. There is a lot of look going on here. And yeah. none of it is good. Well, in no. the when, she, when Mary Jane was created, she had like straight regular hair, maybe some bangs. Uh-huh. And then they kind of kept that going up until Todd McFarlane drew her. And Todd's like, big curly red hair. Boom. And then when Todd left, Larson's like, right. It's 1992. That's sexy. Keep the, keep that going. I really like flash dance. Yeah. So I'm going to put her in that outfit. Uh, the subplot in this uh-huh. is that Mary Jane is working for a uh, soap opera called Secret Hospital. And God she... God damn it, Marvel, and you, you and your secret everythings. Yeah. She played uh, Sybil, and she was like, you know... A, a, a total bitch mm-hmm. you know whatever character that is okay and was she a nurse no oh so she was like a patient i don't even think she like worked at the hospital ben's really interested in, in what happened i know the dynamic of this fake show but anyway but she's looking to break out and get into movie roles and they are auditioning for the new arnold schwarzenheimer movie because i guess they're worried about using his full real name Classic which is stupid I hate that. Yeah, like Commandant. <laughs> yeah. And, and Predatory. <laughs> and Terminated. No, it'd be The Eliminator. The Eliminator. Thank you. So, uh, they don't mention any of his movies, thank God. Okay, good. But, uh, but she's auditioning for the new Arnold Schwarzenheimer movie. And uh, Spider-Man's like, that's great! Good for you! Like, congratulations! There's gonna be a nude scene. And Peter gets all prude on her. And he's like, I don't like that. I don't, I don't. I don't like that at all. How is his? How, has he had any relationship with Black Cat up until this point? He yes. With while well, he's with Mary Jane. No, he okay. had his relationship with Black Cat. Okay. It ran its course. Then he got back together with her. Then it ran its course. We okay. were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While they were on a break, he married Mary Jane. <laughs> okay. So yeah, no. There's no reason for Peter to be such a prude about it, but like. It's a fun little subplot. This is what you do with a married Spider-Man. Like, this actress wants to do a movie, but the movie has nude scenes, and Spider-Man has a problem with that. Yeah, so Spider-Man's like, got a problem with that, but every day he goes out and risks his life. Yeah. He might die on her. It's a different... In, like, incredibly tight spandex. Right? Like, he's basically nude. Oh, that's the problem? It's part of the problem. <laughs> anyway. You know what the part of the problem is? We're never seeing that gorgeous butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with Spider-Man's? Yeah. yeah. You practically do. Every time he turns around. The, the suit leaves nothing to the imagination. <laughs> no. So anyway, uh, so Mary Jane basically calls him a square and then leaves. Spider-Man goes out on patrol and he says something like, Ooh, you really know how to push my buttons, Mary Jane. Calling me a square really burns me up. That's a real line from the book. Because <laughs> like, cause he's like, I was a nerd when I was a kid. And then like my wife and partner called me a nerd, basically. Like that, that brings back like all my yeah, insecurities. And then, and then Peter should be like, think about how she was dressed. Who's the jerk here? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and while Spider-Man's on patrol, Sandman meets up with the, uh, with, with four other members of the Sinister Six. So, does Hobgoblin just feel really bad? Well, that Hobgoblin is the demonic Hobgoblin no, from I know. Ghost Rider, I mean, like, so he's an asshole. Everyone else is wearing green, and he apparently didn't get the memo. He did not get the memo. Yeah, he He's like, it's a, it's a green blue, right? No, no, nah. it's just blue. You stay over there. When Doc Ock shows up, we will have a different person who's not wearing green. <laughs> Wait, I thought Doc Ock was always in green. He, that's his usual uniform. He gets a way cooler uniform. He gets my favorite uniform. Oh, it's because the adamantium. He's like, I gotta, I gotta deck myself oh, so out. Yeah, he's then, wearing green in, in the in the early scenes. Right. Yeah, so he has an ascot. Presumably, he's gonna be really mad at Hobgoblin because, like, they're supposed to be the bridesmaids. Yeah, he's the only one who wears a different color yeah. from the rest of the team. All right, I'm, I'm on board. Anyway, Let's go. so he meets up with the rest of the Sinister Six, which is Vulture, Mysterio, Electro, and Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin is a later addition. He joined in the last crossover with the Sinister Six because the original Sinister Six was Vulture, Mysterio, Electro, Sandman, and Craven the Hunter, and, and Doc Ock. Okay. Okay. That was the team. And Do- and uh, Craven the Hunter never had green either, aside from his weird eyes. That's right. And Craven the Hunter's also fucking dead. So well, he can't yeah. be on the team anymore. Right, so they got Hobgoblin. So they subbed in and Hobgoblin. he's fun. And he's cool, because he's always screaming about God and vengeance <laughs> and whatnot. He'll be a fun character, a new addition to this team. Yeah, I, I feel totally safe if well, I was any need, of those guys. I mean, like, cra- yeah, well... <laughs> it's like feeling safe around Baraka. That's the funny thing is that like teeth. they're all kind of like conspiring against each other anyway. 
<laughs> they're all stupid assholes. They all teamed up in the last crossover and Doc Ock betrayed them. They're all going to team up and then go kill Doc Ock. And Sandman's like, yeah, I'm going to kill Doc Ock because he killed the people I boarded with. Ooh. And they're like, yes, that's exactly what happened, Sandman. It sounds like a great idea. It's not that they all killed them so that Sandman would, would join, join them. Yeah. Instead of just asking Sandman to join them. Yes. Well, because Sandman would have pussed out. He would have been like, oh, I'm trying to be a good guy. And why, I don't do want they, my why do they feel like they need Sandman? Well, how else are you going to have uh, someone suffocate Doc Ock with sand? Yeah. That's a good question. The fact is, they don't. They need <laughs> Sandman because Sandman's in the book. So, speaking of which, he should be able to kill anyone I know. very, very easily doing that. Or at least annoy them by getting sand in their shoes. Well, by the way, uh, not everyone that. died, <laughs> but uh, and he visits them in the hospital and oh. uh, cries over them. Wow, the entire house exploded, but not everyone died. Yeah, yeah they're fine. So then Sandman uh, flags down Spider-Man on a rooftop, and he's like, Listen, the, the Sinister Six is going to go fight Doc Ock. Fuck them. Like, I, I, you and I are going to team up, and we're going to fight everybody. What? And Spider-Man's like, yeah, that's cool. Anyway, I'm going to fight them, and then I'm going to hose you down with water. No, <laughs> Sandman's a good guy. Spider-Man's like, look at my weird butt. So like, right now, back the revenge of the Sinister Stick is, Six is really just the revenge against Doc Ock. It's the revenge of the Sinister Six. The Sinister Six is getting revenge on itself. Well, it's Sinister Five. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, the the story kind of like wraps up with Spider-Man... Um... Does he agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, okay, sure. He's like, yeah, no problem. He's like, yeah, those guys will fight Doc Ock, they'll kick his ass, then you'll betray them, and then we'll both kick their ass. And I'll stay in the rafters until then. They just go for it? They go for it. Like, we didn't even get like a... No. Like they talk and then it's just like... And then we'll cut to them going for it. They, they plan for like five minutes. Yeah, they're not ex the most bright people. And, and that's compounded by the fact that... <laughs> they're all running at him. Hobgoblin can fly on a glider. <laughs> and yet he's running at Daka. Yeah. Technically Vulture can fly too. Yes, and he's running too. And he's actually like 100 years old. Yeah. So what the hell? <laughs> so they're fighting Daka. And Sandman uh, says, like, I'm going to get revenge for the poor, the poor people that I lived with. And Doc Ock's like, Bill, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and then shoots him with a gun he constructed that turns Sandman into glass. Wait, wouldn't it just be a, a flamethrower? Right, it should be. Well, maybe it's a laser. So it's just a regular gun that could be used to kill anyone. No, it's a, well, yes, it could. Yeah, it, it would vaporize you, but turn <laughs> Sandman to glass. So, yeah. that's the end of Sandman. Yeah, and by the way, he used this in the last one. Really? That's how he defeated Sandman in the last crossover. So these guys suck. Oh, it's great. He defeats Sandman by shooting him with a gun that he used in the last one. And then, he basically, like, says, I'm, I, I have the means and the ability to destroy all of you. I'm or, like the Batman of the yeah. Justice League of the Sinister Six. That's right. I'm sorry, how did Sandman not be glass... After the last time this happened. Oh, they used, they reverse engineered the gun and then turned him back into sand. Did they not bring that with them? No, they didn't plan on it. Because they figured the Doc Ock, like, must have... Oh, like, he already did it once, he so it once. he's not going to repeat his... No, that's, why would he do that again? That's a really not a thing. And if it was, how would you not use that to go to restaurants and screw with people? Like, <laughs> reverse their order? Or no, like reverse their glasses filled with wine or whatever. And turn into sand? Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just wet sand. <laughs> Spider-Man realizes that, like, okay, the one guy I'm teaming up with is fucking glass. I guess I better jump in. Kicks, uh, Tries to kick their ass, and then the Hulk shows up. Why? He's the looming figure that snuck up behind Spider-Man. Okay, why is he there? Uh, Because Hulk is trying to appear in more people's books. Because Hulk looks like Savage Dragon. Um, excuse me. Did you say... Savage Dragon has not been invented yet. Oh. And I resent the idea that the man who was drawing the Incredible Hulk at the time created the Savage Dragon as some kind of weird, fin-headed, rip-off Hulk. Well, just saying. But yes, he looks identical to Savage Dragon. There's no fucking question. Well, color palette <laughs> especially. Oh, and also design. Um, did you say the Hulk snuck up behind Spider-Man? Yeah, he's like... When does the Hulk ever sneak? In this. Hulk sneak. <laughs> <laughs> so Hulk shows up and by the way this is Bruce Banner Hulk so like he has the intelligence of Bruce Banner okay but the physique of the Hulk so he's a regular person right oh, so, so he's, he's yeah. oh, oh I get it he's mad because that gun really shouldn't work yeah that's what As makes him scientist. so angry yeah it's just a stupid idea <laughs> no. and also he's angry because like how did you get all the adamantium yeah what so then uh, Spider-Man and Hulk fight 
the Sinister Six and kick most of their asses until Doc Ock finally decides to look at them for a second. And then he just beats the living shit out of both Hulk and Spider-Man with his no. adamantium claws. No, yeah. he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he can't. No. Yeah. You can't break adamantium. Okay, but you can't beat the shit out of the Hulk. You may not be able that. to break adamantium, but guess what? The Hulk can at least, like, push the adamantium aside and kick the fuck out of Doc Ock. No, look. Yeah, I see No! It. it didn't happen, though. Yeah, but he did. He kicked his ass. And then he's like, the police are coming, my once and future allies, and sometimes would-be assassins. If you don't want to go to jail, you can get into my spaceship and we'll fly away. And so they do, and then they leave. Do they take Sandman? I mean, Glassman? Yeah, they take him with them. <laughs> They're like, I just want to have that. Yeah. He's going to be the, uh, the masthead on the spaceship. Yeah. So then uh, Spider-Man is fished out of the bay by Nova, he Richard had, Ryder. He looks terrible. What are you talking about? He looks horrible. Look at his mouth. Well, Jimmy, he's just got big, luscious lips. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? So Nova picks up Spider-Man and he's like, hey, we should, uh, we should team up. And Spider-Man's like, yeah, that would be really helpful. That sounds great, because you have wonderful lips. I just want to kiss him for some reason. Why is he there? Uh, he saw him. He saw the commotion. Because he was flying by. He's just, he's just zooming around. Mm-hmm. Just as you do. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, right before he's about to team up with Spider-Man, he gets a priority signal from his team, the New Warriors, uh-huh. on sale now. And then, uh... <laughs> we he... should team up! Ba-doop! Never mind! Yeah, and literally, follow the Nova's adventures with the super team of the 90s every month. So is he just in that much shadow, or do they forget what color his helmet was? No, that's that's. I had a big problem with that too. It's bad coloring. It's just it, 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 in other coloring, it's gold, but like with a lot of shadow. All right. So Nova leaves exit Nova from the book for the for the majority of the book. Oh. Then we cut to Deathlock for no reason, and he looks fabulous. Deathlock looks awesome. Right. Deathlock mostly looks like uh, Cyborg X. Yes, he does. Deathlock. Deathlock looks like he's going to be on some show that would be going on right now that included gladiators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, from America, yeah. perhaps? Yes. Or like, he does have an American flag somewhere on his outfit as well. Oh, he's just it's, just... it's just a lot to I take know. in. So Deathlock is like, hmm. And he muses about perhaps joining the crossover. Then we go to another character called Solo, who is the worst. Uh, Solo... Hey! Had his own book about a few months ago. Uh, and while Solo lives, Terror dies. He's like a dumber, more stupid version of the Punisher with teleportation powers. Okay. Sure. And, uh, and he sucks. If you've ever seen the Tick cartoon, he's Big Shot. Which is a Punisher joke, but like Big Shot has like a trunk of weapons on his back. And he's like a fucking brick shithouse. Yeah, that's Solo. Okay. So then uh, we cut to Solo. Solo will be in the book. That's why he's there. So we take literally two pages to tease at the at the appearance of all of these rich and amazing characters like Nova and Deathlock and Solo. So you can be like, Great. oh, I hope they get to be in the book. At and in, some point. And then indeed they do. So then we cut back. Uh, Spider-Man eventually fishes himself out of the... Uh, or After Spider-Man is ditched by Nova, he goes back home and he meets up with Mary Jane. And Who's wearing her very best uh, pop art yeah dress that's right is he making a gun he's making a big web cannon he's making dueling web cannons that he's gonna wear on his back he's gonna have like a lip like a proton pack but for webbing so it's gonna look like he's also imitating doc ock well yeah well it's all it's, it's gonna more look like he's imitating every superhero back then because he'll have like guns but spider-man doesn't use guns but if these guns shoot webs then it's okay he must have been really excited to draw this well, he's very excited to draw Mary Jane because yeah. of how much she's accentuated throughout these books. Oh, yeah. And Spider-Man's just walking around in his Spider-Man pants yeah. and no top. Yeah. It's warm. <laughs> it's warm? Yeah. Yeah. No, his costume got ripped, remember? It got torn. The legs were also ripped. Legs are fine here. No, he put those, he put he put those on first. She, Mary Jane fixes both the top and the bottom. So, um... Does she is she still talking about her nude scene or is she first she well okay uh, she notices there's like a pile of like whopper wrappers on the table and she's like did you just eat like six whoppers and he's like yeah my metabolism was crazy and I was hungry and she's like that shit is disgusting it's terrible for you so she's nagging him about what he's supposed to be eating of course and should have then, eaten like seven pounds of broccoli and then uh, she offers to have sex with him and then she remembers that she actually has to leave to go do a screen test for the Schwarzenegger movie. And it immediately puts him in a bad mood. Then she remembers, I don't want to do that. 
Yeah, well, then she remembers, shit, taking off clothes. Right, I gotta go do that for the new Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Wait, hang on, you're a square. Yeah, no. Never mind. It's I just, thought I thought it was literally gonna be, do you wanna have sex? He's like, no, I have to work on my web cannons. Yeah, no. He, no, she says something like, out. They're, they're talking like, they're, they're having a banal conversation, and she says, oh, by the way, Mr. Parker. And he's like, yes, Mrs. Parker. She's like, would you care to take me out of my dress? And he's like, yes. And she's like, oh, shit, right, it's six o'clock, I gotta go. And he's like, fair enough, thanks for that. Spider-Man goes and gives chase to the uh, to Doc Ock uh, and bumps into Solo and he, Solo's like Spider-Man we should team up and kill Sp- until kill Doc Ock he's like I- fuck off Solo you suck you're boring and stupid you're rip-off Punisher you're the worst and Solo's like ooh and Solo's like thanks for showing up the way you did where you just were exposing yourself to me almost <laughs> it's just a big jump ta-da so, so, he's jumping one way Solo teleported in front of him and he had to like stop suddenly <laughs> okay before so, you know Spider-Man teabagged him yeah exactly <laughs> So, Spider-Man goes and attacks Doc Ock. He gets to shoot his webs once before Doc Ock says, they're all encased in that big, like, carbonated backpack, right? And then he just jabs it with his arms, and it explodes. Then, uh... How does Doc Ock ever lose? Right? Well, normally he loses because his arms aren't as powerful as they are in this book. But now they're super powerful. So now he's unstoppable. Okay. So this book ends with Doc Ock taking over the world. It would. It would. So, Spider-Man's fighting Doc Ock, and then suddenly, Solo shows up and murders everyone in the room. Like, literally! He actually shoots these people! Yeah. And then, uh, Doc Ock says, Well done, Mysterio! Good illusions! Now both Spider-Man and Solo are seeing different things, and they don't see us. Let's get... And, in fact, the illusions make Spider-Man see Solo killing everybody, and they let Solo think that he killed everybody, and that Spider-Man, who has been defeated by Doc Ock is Doc Ock. So Solo's gonna do the, like the, the double tap on Spider-Man. Oh no. Oh don't worry, I'm sure something will snap him out of it. Yeah. Uh, nothing does. Uh, Solo is riddled with bullets by Cyborg X <laughs> and before Solo dies, he teleports away. <laughs> okay, why is Cyborg X here? Cyborg X, uh, was repaired and then returns to the scene of, you know, his whatever. He he, he, he tracks Spider-Man yeah, down, he, being like, how dare you well, attack he me? He tracks Spider-Man down and then wants to help him out. Because Spider-Man tried to save him. What? Because, like, Cyborg X was just kind of malfunctioning and freaking out. And Spider-Man's trying to get him away and not trying to kill him, but Ghost Rider was like, I gotta kill you, you're, you're evil. And Spider-Man's like, get the fuck out of here, you flaming jackass. That sounds about right. Yeah, so Spider-Man tried to save him, and he's like, thanks a lot. So he, like, did him a solid by trying to murder Solo. <laughs> Oh. And by the way, nobody says, like, that wasn't cool. Well, because no one's there to say that isn't cool. No, because well, screw like, Solo. They're like, well, I mean, like... It was Solo. He's just, he's a secret. <laughs> the next morning, Mary Jane wakes up in her best lingerie. Right, every woman sleeps like that. Yep. Every woman, everywhere. <gasps> oh my god! Sweet! <laughs> what Good to know! <laughs> so, uh, she wakes up, and then she's like, it's Spider-Man's not there. You uh-huh. know? And, and she's like... Hope he's okay. And then she's thinking I guess I'll just make some pancakes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she thinks to herself, like, you know, he's gone. Uh, I hope he's okay. He's been really broken up over this whole, like, nude scene thing, blah, blah, blah. I better not tell him about the sex scene. Yeah. And then she notices that, like, it's, that his birthday's coming up. And so she's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta plan for that. And that's, like, a little, little, like, Chekhov's gun moment. Ooh, Peter's birthday's coming up. Do they celebrate it? The answer is yes. So <laughs> The answer is yes, and her gift is, I didn't do the nude scene. Yeah, her gift is, I'm doing a nude scene right now with you. Bow chicka wow. So then Spider-Man wakes up looking awesome and rad. No, he doesn't. What? What are you talking about? This is 1992, and he looks awesome and rad. And why is Dr. Richard Nixon here? Uh, that's, that's another, okay, so that's Oscar McDonald. And Oscar McDonald, doesn't matter, he, he dies. He's a, like, experimental scientist who's working with, like, interdimensional blah blah blah, and he can create cyborg, he built cyborg X, blah blah blah, it doesn't matter. He, he built these cybernetic enhancements that Spider-Man can use to heal faster, so he wears those. It's just so Spider-Man can look like a cool cyborg for a minute. What? He doesn't. Sure he does, what are you talking about? He looks, he looks like, like a cool a cyborg. No... No, he doesn't. McDonald gives a whole boring story about, like, how he's trying to make, like, hum- he's, he's a humanitarian scientist who's building cyborgs that'll help soldiers and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, dumb, dumb Dugan from S.H.I.E.L.D. shows up and he's like, Hey, Wait, Spidey! What? 
Yeah, he's yeah. He takes the the Infinity Formula like Nick Fury. He's been around forever too. Okay. So he's like, "Hey, Spidey, remember me?" And Spider Man's like, "Hey, Dumb, what are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm here to make you immediately trust him and believe that this story that sounds really flimsy and made up is totally like believable." And he's like, "It is. Okay, bye." <sighs> but then he gets free donuts. Yeah, that makes me trust anybody. Exactly. So then he leaves, and on his way out, he bumps into Deathlock, and Wait, Deathlock's he keeps like, "Keeps all this stuff on." Yeah, because like the, the 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 robot arm he has on is actually like a like a cast that will help accelerate his healing because he broke his arm, including the Venetian blinds that are on it. That just well, those are like it's like having a spoiler. <laughs> Makes him look faster. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, Deathlock is like, "Hey, Spider-Man, let's team up." Spider-Man's like, "You got it." Weird that Deathlock only decides to team up with Spider-Man when Spider-Man looks like a cyborg. Sounds like a little bit of a racist, but let's move <laughs> on. So then Spider-Man and Deathlock both uh, attack Doc Ock, who is in the middle of, like, traveling to another dimension to steal weapons and stuff. Because, yeah, there's, like, this whole subplot about Doc Ock, like, visiting other dimensions and discovering a, like, kind of benevolent dimension of, like, these creatures who build... You know, like crazy awesome things, and so like he, amazing technology. Yeah, so he steals all their stuff and then kills everyone on like in that dimension along with the Sinister Six, and what they're is, peaceful. Yeah, because they're benevolent, so like they don't fight back. No. What exactly is Doc Ock's overall plan? To take over the world. Well, it's better than the last plan he had with the Sinister Six, which was uh, he was going to release a uh, satellite into Earth's orbit, and the pretense with the Sinister Six was. That it was a death ray satellite. That if they didn't get a billion dollars or something, he would use to destroy the world. As it turns out, he was going to release it anyway, and it was not a death ray satellite at all. It was, in fact, a cure for addiction to cocaine. What? It was a, like, aerosol that would infect the entire planet so that all human physiology would have violent convulsion reactions to cocaine use. And so cocaine addicts would pay like triple to be able to use cocaine again. And so Doc Ock would corner the cocaine market that way. No, they wouldn't. You don't corner the cocaine market like that. So then Spider-Man and Thor fix the problem. Anyway, uh, Spider-Man and Deathlock fight some cool robots and stuff. Sure. And then uh, they, they see that Cyborg X was actually like dead. He was killed also in defense of these people and this robot stuff. Uh, the whole, like, the, the the whole dimensional thing was accessed by, like, McDonald and that team. Like, mm-hmm. they got their their technology from this other dimension as well. So everyone there dies. Like, everybody's destroyed, except for Dum Dum Nugget, it gets away. Right. But, like, everybody else dies and is destroyed. That way the miracle technology can't, like, be available at, like, you know, Mercy General or whatever. Okay. So uh, then Doc Ock and his team get away, and Spider-Man shoots it with a spider tracer so he can track it later. Sure. And then... Love those. Uh, and then he and then he goes home. And yeah, I, and maybe. Mary Jane won't have sex with him because he's a cyborg monster. Yeah, no, she's way into that. Yeah, she's totally into that. No, so he wakes Robo up. Robo bang me, Peter. They're all ready to go, and then uh, and they're like, "Hey, are we gonna unfreeze Sandman so that he can be the sixth member of the Sinister Six? And Doc Ock's like, "Oh no, no, I have a sixth member of the Sinister Six, and it is not Sandman." And then he shatters Sandman with his adamantium arms because it's awesome. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, when you turn him back into. Sand, Sand anyway, he'll speak. just reform himself. If you could find all the pieces. So, oh. then as Spider-Man is like what? shaving, Mary Jane realize, or reveals that she got the part <gasps> in, the Schwarz, in the Schwarzenheimer movie. Who's she gonna, I guess she's the love interest? Yeah. Okay. She's the, she's like the, the sexy, like, girl. Okay. But, uh, and Spider-Man's furious. He's I'm gonna like, go kill Schwarzenheimer! He's like, I can't believe you took the part. He's like, you don't understand. Like, this could give my Aunt May a heart attack. And what about, like, Flash Thompson and J. Jonah Jameson? I don't want them to see you naked. And she's like, I can't believe you're such a prude. And also, like, this is my career. This is what I do. Right. You're you're a huge hypocrite. And he's like... Because you want me to succeed, but you won't let me do this thing that will let me succeed. Yeah, because, like, you want to keep me to yourself. And he's like... And then we don't see his response, and then he leaves. Yeah, so Solo dips himself in some kind of, like, rejuvenating bath so that he can show up later. Like a Lazarus pit? Yeah. And, and then it's also green. Spider-Man puts his costume back on, and he's like, it fits like a glove, thank you so much, you're the best. And she's like, you're lucky your birthday's coming up, or else I would clobber you for your terrible attitude about my career. And then Spider-Man's like, 
okay, I'm going to go fight the Sinister Six, which has beaten me, what, three times right now? Yeah. So far? And so I'm going to call my friends, the Avengers and the Fantastic Four. On my they, phone. They have, phone. They, have, they have phones. Yeah, I'm going to call them on our phone. Yeah, they're friends of his. I'm not going to just swing over there. Or no, use a secret I'm going button. to call them. Okay. So he calls them on the phone, and and uh, the Fantastic Four are not home. So he leaves a message. And then he leaves. He leaves like his number two. Well, he knows. They call me back at 555. They know him. Blah, blah, blah. So it's like, it's Pete. I'm going to go fight Doc Ock and his bad guy friends. If if you wanted to help me out, that'd be a huge help, man. All right, bye. So then... Uh, Meanwhile, Franklin Richards is, t- is, like, taking the voicemail. He's, like, writing it down on a piece of paper, and he, like, forgets it. Yeah. Where's Ghost Rider? Fuck Ghost Rider. He left. He'll be back later. All right. So what about the Hulk? He uh, is, like, looking for them. And Nova just never came back? Not really. He'll be back later, too. Uh, so then, oh, I think that Doc Ock's plan is to take over Hydra satellites that all have, like, death rays on them that are, like, later, that are, like, rainy day plans for Hydra. And he's like, but I'm going to use them, like, now. Okay. So then Doc Ock and the Sinister Six destroy Hydra. Which, by the way, is, like, why I think Hydra sucks. Because, like, <laughs> this is the image I have of Hydra every time that anyone mentions Hydra. <laughs> it's just hapless dudes in green uniforms screaming for their lives. Mar- it's like the Monarch's minion. <laughs> I just, that's exactly what I think of for Hydra. It's just like, oh, God in heaven, someone with capabilities. Because, <laughs> like, for me, I'm like, you know who defeats Hydra on a daily basis? Captain America. And in 1992, Captain America sucks. He just Aww. had a shield. Like, he's lame. Yeah. You know what's funny? Marvel really likes to make their villains green. Yeah, green is green is a cool color. That's because a lot of their superheroes are red. Yeah. Except for the Hulk. So then on the way over there, Spider-Man bumps into the Hulk, Ghost Rider, and Sleepwalker. Sleepwalker is another character. I'm sorry, Sleepwalker's here? Yeah. Sleepwalker is a superhero from the 90s who... It's an alien entity that inhabits the body of a dude, and when he's asleep, Sleepwalker shows up. And does... And becomes a superhero. So does, he fights people. So Eric Larson doesn't really understand how stories work. What are you talking about? Or segues. <laughs> <laughs> he bumps into these characters. It's New York. It's teeming with super characters. Right, but all these characters are just hanging out together in one alley? Yeah. They're doing drugs, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them. So then, uh... So then they Spider-Man, leave. what are you doing here? We were doing all this cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! If only there was some way that we'd have <laughs> we'd a violent cured. reaction to it. <laughs> we could be cured of it. But alas, since no such cure exists, I guess I'll team up with you. So then Spider-Man and this team goes, and it's funny because he makes a comment where he's like, man, if Wolverine were here, we'd almost have like a spiritual reunion of the uh, of the new Fantastic Four. Right, and he's like, get out of here, Sleepwalker. You're not Wolverine. Yeah. You suck, Sleepwalker. People try to sell your book and they're not going to be able to do it. <laughs> So, uh, by the way, we did the new Fantastic Four over there. So, uh, then Spider-Man and the lamest characters that Marvel could come up with attack the Sinister Six. And, uh, and, and, you know, and they fight. And then, it's funny because, like, uh, you know, Hulk and Sleepwalker are, like, ready to do battle. And then Sleepwalker disappears because his alias woke up. Oh, good! And that's it. And he's gone for the rest of the book. does Sleepwalker ever then, like... Inhabit the mind of his person and be like, You have to fall asleep again! Yeah. Ah! He's like, Nah, man, it's friggin' three o'clock in the afternoon. Dude, dude, I gotta go to work. Yeah. I'm she, really late! Yeah, Sleepwalker should just inhabit the body of a coma patient. Right. And then he can be Sleepwalker all the time. Smart move. Again, never does it. So, is Eric Larson's goal here to just put the, like, all the characters he wanted to draw in this Have you book? seen the back round of our episode today? Because, yes, the answer is yes. Obviously, he wants to draw everybody. All so right. then, uh,. <laughs> Then um, Doc Ock reveals the sixth member of the Sinister Six, and it is Gog. And Gog is a cool monster. Yeah. Uh, a monster that came from space. Uh, originally, Gog landed in the Savage Land, and Craven the Hunter finds him, and he's like a little guy, and he decides to like take care of him. But then Gog grows exponentially over time and becomes a big monster, and then they just put him in another dimension. How exactly was Doc Ock hiding this monster? He was in another dimension. Oh. And then because Doc Ock has access to interdimensional technology now, he can open a portal and he brought Gog in. How is he controlling him? Uh, Basically through persuasion. You know, he's like, Gog. Like, he picked him up. He was nice to him. So he's like, Gog, let's go. Gog is is like a child. Right. Gog, I'll give you all all the Twinkies you want if you fight for us. If you fight for us. And Gog's like, sounds great. And then Marvel's like, hey, and now we got a sponsor. Hostess. It's four. It says you take your first next four. And somehow Spider-Man alone is supposed to defeat 
all the people that just kicked his team's that's ass. That's the penultimate chapter. God. Yeah, that's the penultimate chapter. It's like, what? That's yeah. the that's the most intense moment. How will he survive? How will he defeat them? I know. Mary Jane will come in and do her nude scene and distract everybody. <laughs> and then he'll be like, I was wrong about it the whole time. Your nude scene's great. I'm in love with it. That would be great. But uh, instead, uh, we see like a Dark Knight-esque montage of this reporter mm-hmm. reporting on like the commotion <laughs> going on. Right. And it's great because like, you know, Gog showed up in the in this building, right? And he's, like, leaning over it. Yeah. So, from the back, we see, like, Gog is kind of, like, crouched over the building. He's being like, Rah. With so his head just stuck inside. Yeah, so the reporter's like, so there's this big monster, like, presumably vomiting into this coliseum <laughs> or whatever. Uh, uh, whatever will happen, God By help way, us. That is the worst way to go out. Yeah, just... No! Drowned in heat. Drowned in they, they drowned in monster vomit. Yeah. Oh, that's gotta burn. So then, uh, it's cute because you see... Because it's being reported on the news, uh, he's talking about how he's like, "What hap- What's happening? When will the Avengers show up? Or perhaps a mutant team of, of which there are several right or now." Or anyone. Yeah, and then we ha- we see all these characters like responding to the news report from off screen, but you know who's talking because it says, "Sheesh, what a revolt in development this is!" And you're like, "Oh boy, the Fantastic Four got back." Yep. And then you have uh, Solo in his ridiculous room. Uh-huh. And you have uh, Nova watching on TV. Can you know it's Nova because he's got basketball? I'm, I'm sorry. So hang on. So Nova didn't just like bail on him. He presumably went to go get like pizza or something. No, like he, there was no emergency. This is a day or so ago that he did that. He teamed up with the New Warriors and then he went home. And then he just never thought to check back in to see no. how things were going. There was an emergency. He had a coupon for pizza. It was yeah. going to expire. And he had to use it. He he immediately got bored. He's like, you know, I don't want to team up. Why did I say that? Yeah. Why did I say that? I don't want to volunteer for that kind of shit. Uh, I've got a message. That's going to take me anywhere else but here. And that's my communicator. I got to go. So then, uh, by the way, while all this commotion's going on, we're about to get the most epic crossover in Spider-Man history. Mary Jane is outside the office of the talent agent or whatever, and she's thinking to herself about how she's like, you know, this is my job, this is my career, this is what I want to do, this is my decision. And then she's like, I hope I'm not tossing my career away. Here we go. And then she goes in. Then Spider-Man fights the Sinister Six, and, and it's just... It's just a mess of onomatopoeias and explosions. Uh-huh. I love the look of all these onomatopoeias. Eric Larson used them exclusively in this, and then he carries them over in, in, in Savage Dragon. Okay. I actually was at Emerald City Comic Con with you uh, several months ago. Mm-hmm. I met Eric Larson for the third time, and he was drawing uh, Savage Dragon books, and these onomatopoeias, this lettering, were on the pages that he was drawing. And I was like, do you draw those? And he's like, no, they are. They're yeah, pre-made. They're pre-made. And okay. I'm like, cool. Yeah, those are fonts. I'm like, cool. That's great. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like your Venn diagram for the O's. That's cool. <laughs> Spider-Man is cornered yet again by the Sinister Six, and they're like, there's nothing you can do about it. And then the Fantastic Four show up, looking cooler than I've ever seen them look in my life. This yeah. Is the, like, Eric Larson drawing the Fantastic Four is a sight that I never thought I'd want to see until I saw this full-page splash. I love this look of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They're pretty cool looking. Then Nova shows up. Then Solo shows up. And then, like, everybody else wakes up. And it's a mess. Because, like, Mysterio then starts casting illusions. The same illusion spell I spelled before. Yeah. So, like, everybody's seeing, like, villains when they're seeing heroes. So, like, they're fighting each other. And so it becomes just a... So they, they all fight the wrong person? Yeah, like... Thing punches Doc Ock and then like his neck goes like Brow! because he actually punched me. They're fantastic and oh, okay. Spider-Man's kicking Electro, but it's actually Human Torch and you know. Oh, hey, Sue's doing things. Yeah, I love her line. You're disgusting, Hobgoblin. Get away from me! And then she shoots him with her like invisibility powers. Oh no, it's Nova. Yeah. Literally, all you have to do is just break his little bubble. Who? Uh, Mysterio. Mysterio. Oh yeah. Presumably, it's just yeah. glass. Deathlock does when he shows up. Oh, oh, Deathlock does show up, because I was going to say, we've gotten oh. everyone except <laughs> Deathlock. Yeah, awesome. literally Deathlock just cold cocks Mysterio in the back and shatters his helmet, <laughs> presumably killing him because oh. of all the glass. It's fine. And it's great, because basically everyone is defeated. And Doc Ock is like, you fools, you've doomed yourselves. Like, I'm fine. Like, everything's coming apart. <laughs> and he's just like, ah, you can't, you can't win. But he still has adamantium Oh, oh, yeah, and he's holding it together because also Gog then, like... Is that sh- when Wolverine shows up? No, unfortunately it's not. Oh, uh, why way, did you tease that to me? And then, <sighs> that'd be amazing. Yeah, adamantium versus adamantium. Again, that sucks. That didn't happen. But, like, you know, 
he chips a claw. Yeah. Yeah. So and then, uh, and then he's like, he just gets close enough. He's just like, snick. Yeah, and then he kills. You don't have animating bones. <laughs> Like I do, motherfucker. <laughs> or healing factor. Yeah. yeah. So then, uh, so Gog yeah. attacks, and they're trying to like Spider-Man's like Gog's an innocent. Like he doesn't mean what he's doing. He's being manipulated. Like and then Solo shows up and builds a big cannon and shoots Gog. Well, he Solo. just turns into Kirby Crackle. Yeah. Okay. So he shoots Gog and it knocks Gog out basically. And then uh, Spider-Man tries to stop Solo, but Solo disappears, and then you never see him again. And then whatever and, the hell happens, and here then happens. this full page is just nothing but noise. Yeah. <laughs> Ark basically threatens to blow up the planet using all the satellites, and Reed Richards reveals that he unplugged the machine. <laughs> and then, wow. And then, damn it. Yeah, and then the two characters that you remarked uh, could fly yeah. do and leave. Vulture and Hobgoblin bail. <laughs> okay. Wait, we can fly. Let's go. Yeah. And then uh, the Fantastic Four and Spider Man regroup, and they're like, Doc Ock is a pretty formidable foe right now he's already kicking the crap out of thing mr fantastic deathlock nova with his adamantium hands like what are we gonna do oh and uh spider-man knocks out electro by being aided by the invisible woman she makes him invisible so he can slip past his like uh, energy field okay and then just punch him in the face <laughs> so then uh sandman shows up having reconstituted himself now being a glass man and then just throws all of his shards at doc ock <gasps> Yes! That's amazing! Yeah. And then, uh... He doesn't call himself the Shredder? No, no. Nor does he call him, like, Glassman or the Glassinator or anything like that. Dr. Fletchett? Yeah. So, is Spider-Man okay He is livid. Okay. That's actually the word he uses. I think that's the... This is the book where I learned the word livid. But, uh, he is really pissed. You mean Sandman. because Sandman murdered Doc Ock? He tried to murder him. He doesn't quite die. How does he not die? He just cuts him a lot. Then Ghost Rider does his best thing ever. I go, satisfy the justice is served, <laughs> and then leaves. He doesn't do the penance stare at anybody. No. He sucks. No, he throws his cool drawing body at people. And He's learned leaves. not to do it. It never works. He's like, this is never going to work. so much. So then uh, Mr. Fantastic yeah. is like, I'm going to use my like fantastic stuff to put Gog back where he came from. Okay. Spider-Man's like, thanks. Spider-Man then reads Sam in the Riot Act and then goes home to Mary Jane where she reveals that she did not take the part because it became apparent in the screen test and discussion with the director that they were not interested in her for acting capabilities. They were only interested in her because of her big boobs. She's like, that is not the role I want. I want to make it, but not using my body, and that's it. Like, I didn't even get to act. I was just being, like, a chick that Arnold bangs and then moves on from. I'm sorry, have you seen a Schwarzenheimer film? <laughs> have Who you? Have you? Who did you think He's you were going to be? Real. Oh, I know. <laughs> In you the universe. Like, have you seen a Schwarzenegger movies? Have you I've seen Exterminator? Ben's like, I've seen them all. Yes. <laughs> Preschool detective. <laughs> Fresh deal. <laughs> Commander. Kynan the Barbarian. He's like, you know, and then I was kind of a shit too. She's like, I'll take it. And then he opens the door and everyone from Spider-Man's entire past is there wishing a happy birthday. Aw. Including James George Jameson. Yeah. And by the way, it's cute because she basically pretends that she forgot his birthday. Aww. And then when they get there, he says, you're the best actress I know. Oh. Who's that? Uh, that's Black Cat. Oh, okay. She's dating... Awkward! She is banging his former bully and current best friend, Flash Thompson, at this point. Sorry, Ben. She's get you Flash. Flash. Did we see what happened after Doc Ock is, like, impaled oh, they, with they, all this stuff? No, they cart him away. It's so gruesome that it's all in silhouette, and you only see like like a sleeve here. You right. see shredded limbs. So the next like the time clothes are pierced. you see Doc Ock, is he, he is not scarred. <laughs> no, yeah, the next time you see Doc Ock, he should be like, "Look what they did to me!" Yeah. Like that'd be awesome. Nope. No, then you would have Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah. Like his nose should be gone. Be cool. Like, he should be a disaster. He should be more machine than man. Yeah. Or he has uh, skin grafts from an actual octopus, so that he can change the color patterns on him so he looks like a normal person. Or at least has a... Has and then he's actually... <laughs> so... Get out of here. Yeah. And then what he's got the, the... freaking... Uh, so, so this, <laughs> Pirates this of the Caribbean tentacles. <laughs> Davy Jones. Yeah. This is just a book of things that are fun to look at. Yes! Yeah. 
This That's book exactly makes what this makes no sense. I don't like the way Eric Larson draws the Hulk. I don't like his chin. Well, then you don't, don't like, like the Savage. Top. You don't like Savage Dragon, then. I don't that's exactly like the Hulk's how he draws the Hulk. Chin. Look at that. I know. I don't. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm sure that for some people, this is it. Yeah, that's I their definitive Hulk. I am not Hulk. a fan. He looks like Frankenstein. Yeah. But for me, like, this is what it's all about. It's like just Spider Man being Spider Man, doing Spider Man things. I love that reporter. So apparently, uh. This is happening. Spider Man Revenge of the Sinister Six. I I have a huge soft spot for this stupid, terrible comic. It's also a terrible title, because they try to get revenge on Doc Ock, then he just bullies them into helping him again. Yeah, and then, like, there's really no revenge that anyone else takes. I guess that, like, Spider-Man gets revenge on them for kicking his ass, like, 16 times. <laughs> Sandman gets revenge. Yes. I'm sorry, did you, Sandman. did you read this thing back here? Oh, the afterword? The afterword by Eric Fine, the yeah. associate editor? Yeah, I read all these things. Pretty cool stuff, huh? What does it say? Fast-paced plotting? Witty dialogue? These are all individual sentences. Witty dialogue? It doesn't grow on trees. It takes a lot of hard work and effort to craft a tale as well as Eric did. What makes it more, all the more extraordinary wasn't merely the fact that it was all his first major work as writer and artist, yeah. but that during work on the second chapter of the story, Eric suffered a tragedy. His home was destroyed, apparently. Yeah. I just love this. Oh, no! His friends blew it up to coerce him to do something. <laughs> In, it's a working remage. Yeah. Yeah, Tom and Farlow blew up his house. <laughs> but he blamed it on, uh, yeah. on Marvel. On Marvel and then left. Ah! We figured it out. Yep. Well, thanks for... Thanks for enjoying this issue. Pick it up in the description <laughs> box below this video. You can get a copy of Revenge of the Sinister Six, which hopefully has that terrific afterword in it. There's also a pre a prefix that like hypes up the book a little bit as well. None of them are written by Eric Larson. No. This one starts with, ah, humanity. Yeah, that's what you'll be saying <laughs> after reading Revenge of the Sinister Six. It'll be, oh, humanity. Oh, come yeah. on. This, I, <sighs> I owned the, the last chapter of this book as a kid. Just that, nothing else? That was it. And you're like, man, I gotta figure out how this story goes. Yes! I had to go and hunt them down. I'm, I'm assuming Like a you... savage. Dragon. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody! Thanks Bye. for watching Back Issues!